Welcome to the Colby Cast, episode 58. I'm glad you could join us. Today, the cast is rejoined by one of Colby Academy's go-tos for all things technical, Lauren Huang. We are delighted to have her on the show and as a part of the Colby family. As always, please reach out to us at podcast at colby.org. We'd love to hear from you. Enjoy the show. Hi there, I'm Bonnie, liturgical musician, popcorn and podcast fanatic, and Colby homeschooling mom to four lads and lasses of middle and high school age. And I'm Jordan. As a product of homeschooling, I'm proud to teach Greek and Latin for Colby online and serve as the alumni and public relations director. Lauren, it's lovely to have you back to the Colby cast. Thank you so much for coming to visit with me again. Yeah, happy to be here. Thank you. Lauren and Bridget Tabaldi were with us on episode 41. We went backstage to discuss the approach Colby Academy takes to social media. For those who hadn't joined us for that, haven't yet caught that episode, or even those who did catch that one and would love to hear more about Lauren, today is our chance. So we have Lauren back today to visit with us about the amazing array of tech support tools that Colby utilizes to serve families in a variety of ways, delivering course plans and hosting online classes and making all this magic happen. So Lauren, on episode 41, you mentioned that you learned about Colby and the, the position that you hold at Colby via a Facebook post, which I thought was great and timely. Um, that Megan Lengel had posted to your parish's Facebook group. Can you tell us more about that and how you got into this whole tech support game? Yeah, so I saw her post and initially I think it was um, pretty general. You know, we have a number of positions open and I knew that I wanted to work for an online school of some kind. I've always been really passionate about education. and um, But I also really wanted to be home with my family. I wanted a flexible job. When I quit my previous job, I was actually a legal assistant at a law firm. And I knew at that point, I was about ready to welcome my first child, that I didn't want to go back to a traditional nine to five job. And I had heard about Mother of Divine Grace and Seton. And so I had kind of looked into them a little bit. Um, but I think that they just, yeah, they didn't have openings or I just couldn't find anything there. And then I saw this post from Megan and I was like, Colby Academy. Like, I, I don't know if I've heard of Colby Academy before. So I looked it up and it looked great to me. It looked like exactly what I was looking for. And I had always kind of been interested in teaching in some way. So I had actually studied teaching um, in school for a couple years. And um, as some of you may know, I did enter the convent with the Dominican Sisters of St. Cecilia, and their order is um, is focused on teaching. So I had kind of thought, well, maybe I'll, I'll try to be a teacher. So I actually applied for a teaching position at Colby at first. And then Megan, looking at my application, she was like, well, we have this technical assistant position open that you just seem like you'd be great for this for this job. And I remember thinking, well, I have no background in tech support. Like, I don't even know that I'm attracted to it all that much. So I told her that and she's like, no, this is like really basic stuff. It's even more customer service than it is, you know, knowing all the tech jargon and things like that. So I went ahead and gave it a shot and it has turned out to be a 
fantastic job. It's right up my alley. And I do other things at Colby too, which kind of helps supplement it. But the tech support is definitely in many ways, it's heavily customer service. And um, I did a lot of that um, at the law firm as well. Sometimes it can be um, difficult. Anytime you're dealing with people, it can be difficult and challenging, and you have to kind of work on your toes a little bit. But something I've really learned over time is how important it is to just be sympathetic to people. And sometimes that's all people want is to be heard in some way. And um, that's half my job. So in many ways, I've learned a lot about the tech side, but learned a lot about customer service as well. Well, from my experience interacting with you, you certainly seem ideally suited to this role. It's been a pleasure working with you on so many different things on different occasions. And so I can see how Megan saw that in you. And I'm so glad to hear that it is working out from your perspective and your many hats that you wear. You often encounter the Colby families or other folks needing assistance in moments that are harried, to say at best, probably stressful, uncertain, kind of getting used to all the array of tools that we use to accomplish the Colby mission here. I really love working with people who um, kind of see it as a challenge or, okay, I just need to persevere through this. I need to try a couple different things where people just have this expectation because we live in such a fast paced world that my technology should just do what I want it to do when I want it to. And I think that when things go wrong, it throws us for a tailspin and we don't know what to do about it. We get frustrated and we lose our peace. Easily done. I I can relate to that. We have such a way of communicating with us in Schoology or Adobe Connect or experiencing outages or other things that I really appreciate that is, yes, here's what's happening and here's what we're trying to resolve or giving us advance notice of needing to update things. Really appreciate that. And and just the flexibility that you all are able to demonstrate to us. And so I commend you all for that. And that's one of those things that's that's part of the Colby difference. And the tech support that you all provide goes beyond that. So I think having said all that, part of the Colby Online Academy includes, of course, all kinds of infrastructure for conducting the courses and managing the grades and communicating with teachers and students and families and everything like that. All of this has been built up over the past several years and very intentionally and with an attention to detail that was noticeable to others who work in the field as a a mom Carola noted in the episode she was on. So for families who are coming to Colby, getting started with online classes, thinking that they're going to supplement their homeschool courses or their students are going to take primarily online classes, they are going to encounter the online orientation and the setup of things. So can you give us a couple of points about the Colby difference regarding the live tech support and the extension of that even off hours? Yeah, I I really think a big thing is we're here for you. Don't hesitate to use us. Some people get stuck and they're they're frustrated alone and you don't have to be frustrated alone. And many times all it takes is a message to us or a call to us and we can let you know what to do and you just saved yourself 30 minutes to an hour of, you know, doing who knows what on your computer. And yeah, that's right. 
And the other thing too is, is have some grace with yourself, especially at the beginning of the year. I think so many people come into Colby, they come into online classes and they're just, they have this idea that you need to understand everything all at once right now. And I've heard that a lot. Many people will say, oh, you guys, you know, you use so many different platforms. We have like four different platforms. It's Adobe Connect for live classes, Schoology for assignments. And nobody ever talks about that halfway through the year because they've figured it out. So some people just want to understand it all at once. They don't give us a chance. They don't give themselves a chance to just take the time you know, to understand if you forget, come back and ask for help. Really, we're not going to be surprised if you're back like five or 10 times. I mean, (laughs) we have it happen all the time. I've asked the same questions many times. Who hasn't? Technologically, not everybody understands it on the first try. And that's with everybody. I mean, I'm in tech support. I'm in customer service. And I get frustrated with technology, too it can be frustrating. And I can tell you if I'm having computer problems, like sometimes I just go to my husband for help. And then I wonder to myself, I'm in tech support. Like, I feel like I should know this, but sometimes (laughs) you just need someone else to like think rationally with you or, or be there with you in your frustration, someone to just speak calmly with you. So it's everybody Everybody is in that situation, even those in tech support. (laughs) That's reassuring to hear. It feels like the stakes are very high almost at the outset of a school. You're like, maybe that's where that comes from, that that feeling that we've got to have it all figured out right away. And actually, we got to give ourselves (laughs) the grace that you're suggesting. That's a great reminder. What a good suggestion. We would do that for other people, wouldn't we? Like, okay, here, we're going to help you get settled and situated. We got to allow ourselves that as well. Yeah, right. So one of the cool things about the online classes and the online academy and Colby's whole approach to serving both homeschool and live online classes is this live chat that you offer when classes are happening during business hours. People can go to the Colby website and strike up a conversation with you all about a number of things. And and that is by design, right? So let's hear a little bit about that. Yes. So the live chat feature is fantastic. I think many people have have learned to really, really like it. It's super easy, super fast. All you have to do is go on our homepage and look in the bottom right-hand corner and chat with us now. It's a little bit different than talking on the phone, but it it really allows a slower response to tech issues. Like it's straight to the point. If you're talking on the phone with people, sometimes you can get off track where it's, if you're typing something, it's like, I can't get into Adobe Connect. My webcam isn't working. My mic isn't working. And then we can ask questions back and forth all while the student is in their class. We're always trying to work around that so that they're not distracted. Um, So sometimes we'll ask them to come back a little bit later so that we can meet with them if it's a really difficult problem, but we can share um, images. So like Um, screenshots. They can show me what they're seeing on their screen. I can send them what they should try, you know, if I need to see their computer settings or things like that. So the live chat feature is very, it's very handy. It's, it has tools available to help solve some of these issues 
um, fairly quickly. And and I think live chat also it supports kind of this team effort in in figuring out someone's tech issues because we have a school where everyone is bringing their own computers and we don't always know in tech support what kind of computers um, people have and and they do so it feels like it's it's a team effort where it's like i'm here to guide you i'm here to help you but you there you also have your part you know going through your own settings or trying different things maybe it it's just trying a different computer so that we can isolate the issue but that's what i love about it too is it it does feel a little bit like a a team effort and then also in in terms of just providing these other tools um, to really help get to the bottom of the issue i would think based on my own experience and those when we've made use of the of the chat feature hopefully it will stick. It might not right away when everything is new and everything is coming at us all at once. We're getting sorted out everything. But eventually we, we can take that those lessons that we learned that you all teach us through through this interaction. I think that's one of the great things for the kids that along with the other strategies we are working on, like how to organize your computer with different folders or files, for example, or you know learning to use the various programs. Here are also these very necessary skills for for using computers as they will their whole lives. That just kind of builds it in. So that is part of the mental checklist they go through eventually. It just becomes habitual. I think that's fantastic. Well, as we've been thinking and planning this episode, we have hit upon the top five takeaways courtesy of tech support, gleaned from many hours and much experience serving families in the tech support department. What's the first one? Okay, so the first one is kind of fun because um, it really gets to all of us. And it's one of the number one things we'll try first when people come. And that is to simply close out and go back in. Um, It's very basic. And um, many times we don't think about it because it is so basic. So my classroom's acting up. Have you tried exiting out and going back in? And many times that will solve it. Same with exiting out of your browser, going back in. Sometimes a computer restart will solve the problem. So these are very, very basic um, tech support tips that we've learned on our tech team and taken into our own lives. And many of our Colby students have too. So, you know, towards the beginning of the year, we're recommending this almost constantly. And then towards the end, people just get it. You know, they know to try exiting out and going back in. So when in doubt, do the simple. (laughs) And that's the first thing to go, isn't it? The simplest thing. Well, that can't possibly be it. It surely has to be something (laughs) bigger than that. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Sometimes that is the last thing on our mind, especially when we're frustrated or impatient. Whereas if we just did that, it would solve things very quickly but we're not thinking that always. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Always a good reminder. You touched on this um, earlier, but the second takeaway has to do with patience. Yes, this is a big one. So technology can involve, um, it, it can be complicated. So while we just talked about it being simple, it can also be a little bit complex. And sometimes we're gonna have you do many different things just to see if we can isolate the issue. So sometimes it can be frustrating because you're trying all of these things and 
maybe it's not working right away or you're feeling pressed for time or kind of whatever it is. But I really believe patience is key to dealing with any technology issues. And while this is easier said than done, let technology grow your virtue. Let it give you a chance to be calm. And sometimes, honestly, we need to just walk away from our computer and we need to go get a snack or we need to go for a walk and come back to it. It's like many things where technology sort of maximizes this in us for some reason, but it's with many, many things in life that sometimes we just have to say, I can't solve this right this minute. Or sometimes we're just having technology problems on that day and they go away the next day. So sometimes we just have bad days with technology, just like we have bad days in other ways. So being patient with our technology and patient with ourselves is is really important to to learning because there's so much to learn in the in the tech field and also to staying sane. Oh, so true. And here again, we see the hand in hand, ever ancient, ever new, Colby and cultivating virtue in the students through the studies we undertake. And also on the very current modern technology side, we've got it on both sides of that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay, good deal. What's the next one? Number three is flexibility. So it's similar to what we just talked about with patients. But this is a big one where students or us or anybody, you'll have your your kind of routine, what you usually do. I sit here at my desk, I use this headset and I use this computer and something is acting up with one of those. Let's try to go get a different computer, go to a different space. Maybe our internet is down or we're having internet difficulties. See if we can pop over to the neighbor's house and and this can be difficult because we get into our normal routine and we don't we don't want it to be disrupted. But oftentimes, just being flexible and being willing to deal with that surprise situation, it's just part of life. And there's many things in life that also require flexibility and technology is is another one of them. so so sometimes we have to get creative and we have to, um, try different things. Sometimes it just takes walking away, giving our head a break, and then we might come up with a good alternative solution. But I think that that's really important, being flexible with difficulties that come up and then being creative with how we're going to deal with them. That's so relevant to so much of to life, really. I can see how folks might be thinking, well, if we're having a trouble with getting into class or class is happening and I'm missing class and that is ramping up that anxiety. I think one of the things that comes along with your stellar tech support is this understanding of the various complexities that people deal with in their tech setups. And since everybody is so all over the place geographically, you know, the power goes out or there is bad weather or any number of reasons that the students might be out of class unintentionally. And that's very frustrating. Yes, but things do happen as they do in life. And that's one of the reasons that the courses are recorded. Students can go back and watch them. Teachers are very understanding of things like that happen happening. It happens to them too. <laughs> we get notes about that. Teachers experiencing outages, they get it. And the communication that is expected of students for them to just drop a quick line to the teacher. Here's what happened. And 
a lot of times I'll corroborate that. I'll, I'll send a note myself like this if that happened and that's why the student wasn't in class. Everyone is in the same boat. So there's that understanding there. there uh, to going along with that, and when it comes to like exam week, they give a lot of time for exams. And that is one thing to bear in mind, like don't wait till the last minute to do that because this could very well, it's almost likely that it will happen. Not likely, but chances are more than slim that something could happen. So sort of that working ahead a little bit is is goes right with that. But in the in the event something happens, everybody jumps to to work it out and to get people back on track. Yeah, I think remember. that's I think that's great about the the Colby difference as well. It's it's something unique we offer is we expect technology to be a little glitchy sometimes or difficult. And that's exactly as you said what the recordings are for. And um, it is it can be frustrating when when technology doesn't do what we want when we need to attend a class. And we totally understand that in tech support. And we're going to do everything we can to get you in, even if you're five or 10 minutes late. But if we can't, there's still always that option to go back and listen to the recording. It's not the end of the world. Life goes on and you can still succeed in class when you have one or two bad tech days. So I think that's really important to remember as well. Evergreen, that is that one has to be kept close at hand to, to remember. Yep. Okay, so along with flexibility and patience and the very basic first steps, your next takeaway has to do with setting up one's space and equipment for success in the online environment, as Megan Lingo likes to say. Let's hear about that. Yeah, this is this is really important. And um, it's important to do at the beginning of the school year and to make sure everything is set up um, prior to classes starting. And Colby works really hard to try to make this easy for our students. So we have an orientation course that they can take, the um, activities and uh, quizzes that they can take um, to just test their knowledge on the the technology and to make sure that they are, are ready for online learning and that it doesn't come as a total surprise. Something else we did recently, we had just started it last year, was having a special Adobe Connect room called our Tech Test Room. And this is a chance for students to come in and test their webcam and microphone before going to their first class. And it was tremendously helpful. I think, you know, it was a chance for students to test their headset to make sure that it was configured, to make sure that it worked on their computer. And these things are all going to make it so much easier to jump onto your first online class. So those are kind of the basics of just making sure that your equipment works, that it works with Adobe Connect. And then perhaps on a little bit of a more fun note, maybe, is set up your desk in such a way that, um, you know, you have your space where you can take notes and you have your calendar on the wall um, maybe your desk is in a private room. That's really important. Something we emphasize in the online school is making sure that um, your space is is not filled with distractions. So your desk shouldn't be in the middle of the kitchen because that's not a very conducive space to study. So maybe it's in your bedroom or a school room or a private kind of living area. These are all ways to make your space special for
for learning. And, you know, it's what they do in brick and mortar schools. Kids, um, you know, they have their own desk and our homeschoolers have their own desks too. They're just at home. Yep. That's a big piece of it is, is setting up the area so that you have what you need handy. And I know with the headsets on, they still hear what's happening around you. So I've noticed this with our students who are in online class. They are in a school room, as I've described in one of our early episodes, we have a, a big school room, not big, but we have a common school room where everybody is typically working. So often there is somebody in online class and they've got their headset on. And I think they are aware of what's happening around them. But we try to be cognizant of that and respectful of that in our conversations that we are having as we're working our way through our homeschool courses. But thinking about having multiple kids in online courses at one time, that has gotten me thinking about how can we situate everyone so that there is less risk of of distraction and things like that. So that's a good reminder and something to think about with the space that we have, our unique spaces, how we can set them up. And I think people have sort of had to learn this on the fly this year, right? With everybody, not everybody, but with so many working from home, having to figure out where can I set up my workspace to be able to do what I need to do. And so many of those lessons can translate easily to setting up for online school, I think. Yeah, that's very true. And actually, in my own situation, we have a small house and we have been had to be very creative with where husband is working, where I'm working, where the kids will play if we have someone watching them. I think that that has been important. And like you said, some people don't have small houses, but they have lots of kids. So they have to kind of find a space for each one of the children. And that's where I think headsets really come in and are important because if you're wearing a headset, then you can drown out what's happening outside of you. And the microphone on the headset also doesn't take in a lot of background noise. So while I wouldn't sit right next to my sibling who's taking an online class, having them on the other side of the room is probably okay. And if you each have your volume a little low. There's there's definitely ways to work in small spaces, but just having a space, your space, even if it's the corner of the room, makes that something special. And as long as you have your headset, it's totally possible to be in the same room with someone else um, taking an online class. Yep. And shopping for the headsets. I was looking for reviews of people who work in call centers, like, which headset do you like? <laughs> for the people who yeah, sit in a call center. Those are the ones that I tended to focus more on that I work in a call center and this one's great. Okay, sold. <laughs> like, send me all of them. <laughs> That's really a fun. really good point because they are sitting next to each other in a call center. Yeah. So yeah. you do have to have a very good headset in those situations. We have a spare one stashed in case one of our headsets tanks. We can swap it out quickly. But that's been one of the tricky things this year, hasn't it? So many of these types of supplies have been more difficult to come by. And so when I've been looking for the equipment that we need that doesn't come from Colby, those kind of reviews are so helpful. Yes. And it is very important to take the time to look into those. And and that's one of the things that we are looking to improve in the future is um, is being able to provide some more recommendations to provide this stuff in our bookstore and just being able to um, have some policies on what kind of computers are good to purchase and what kind of technical specifications that it, it needs to meet. We've had those available, but 
I think that we're trying to crunch that a little bit more, make it a little bit more, um, uh, you know, easier to follow or um, like this is the minimum technical specifications. And if you buy something that's less than that, then use at your own risk. It's not Colby's fault. (laughs) Um, We warned you. (laughs) Yep. Which leads me right into takeaway number five. Lauren, I say Chromebook. You say? The mystery machine. (laughs) (laughs) Chromebooks are just unpredictable. We're still testing Chromebooks and we're still determining whether these devices are worth your time and money. So they are a mystery machine (laughs) because we half the time just don't know what to do with problems that happen on them. So those are probably the ones that that fall into the use at your own risk category, at least right now, until we can test further. All right. This has been great. These takeaways, very helpful to families. Thank you for those. I have to commend you again. I know that you are continually improving your services on on the tech side. Those are always undergoing improvement from what I can tell and building upon the very solid infrastructure you all have worked hard to establish over these past several years. From the get-go, it has been a different animal than the online schooling that people have had to uh, flip a switch and get on board with. Going forward, there's a lot happening backstage, like we like to say on the Colby cast, getting ready for the next school year. On the tech side, you guys are continually improving. Yes, and um, we're particularly excited about this year. We've hired a uh, educational technology manager and a um, software programmer. So we're we're getting some people into Colby who are more experienced in the tech world, and they're helping us streamline our processes um, and also come up with tighter policies. So like I was saying before, the communication in terms of preparing for Colby's online classes, we're really trying to improve with that. So having it be a little clearer on what technical specifications we require for the online school, caveats that say we're not responsible if you chose to use your dad's old computer that is hanging on for dear life for online classes, or you're trying to get away with the most basic internet because it's the cheapest one. And just being able to lay out some of these things to really best prepare our families for the online school. So I think we've been good at this in the past, but there's always areas for improvement. And I'm really excited about this August and this school year because I I already am seeing that happening in our backstage, just seeing how what we are already doing that's good get better. And in the tech support, I think we've been very good with customer service, but maybe sometimes we don't always have the tools to be able to deal with the more complex stuff because not all technology is easy and simple. A lot of it is. Um, But what do you do when there's a little bit more happening? Mm -hmm. So I think that we're going to be better prepared to handle some of those Um, more complex issues, and then maybe even eliminate them because we laid out those policies and said, you need to have this kind of computer that performs at this level. Sure. Having that framework, while it initially it might seem like, oh, that makes it more difficult, it actually makes it easier. It simplifies things. 
And as you're refining over the years, how you set things up and how the Colby families can, on our end, how we work with you there, knowing very clearly what what we need. That's so helpful. Good deal. That's good. Well, Lauren, this has sure been a fun conversation full of so many practical tips, but also good reminders in the long view that we are taking here as we are traversing this road with Colby in the education, the formation of our children, cultivating virtue. That's huge. That's one of the reasons we have chosen Colby as our partner in the education of our children, this cultivation of virtue and the whole person and the long view and our our goal of heaven. So technology is here to stay and it's a part of that growth and virtue. And we sure appreciate all of your work. So next time there's a tech issue, drop by the chat and say hello to Lauren and, or whoever else responds. There are lots of friendly, capable folks who are ready to help. And if it happens to fall outside the time that they are there to respond immediately, one can leave a message and then they are very prompt to respond. So Lauren and TechSport team, thank you all so much. You're welcome. Happy to be here. And yes, don't hesitate to come to us. We are always happy to help. Mary, our mother, pray for us. St. Maximilian Colby, pray for us. Ad maiorem Dei Gloriam.